Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast with your host, John Cass. Together, we'll take a closer look at the ins and outs of marketing through an agile lens. You'll learn from interviews with top agile thought leaders and practitioners and gain fresh new insights for your journey. Let's get ready to dive in. Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing with John Cass. I'm your host, John Cass, here in Boston, Massachusetts. Today, I'll be interviewing Michael Seaton, Principal at Level C Digital and Instructor at the University of Toronto, and Thomas Ormaza Dow, Managing Partner at French Marketing Canada, Instructor at Concordia University. Today's podcast is a little different from my brand podcast. Instead of interviewing Michael and Thomas about their work as a marketer and using Agile, the focus is on the state of Agile marketing in Canada. Welcome, Michael and Tom. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Well, it's great to have you on the podcast. Uh, in preparing for this call, we talked a little bit about your journey uh, to using Agile marketing. And while the focus is on Canada, I think we should start with how you both got started with Agile and marketing and, and what you do in Agile marketing, you know, and how you use it and in, in teaching and also with uh, clients, et cetera. I'll go first. Uh, so thank you again for having us on and speaking about agile marketing. It's a smaller and burgeoning community. So we're always happy to um, connect with, uh, with the smart folks in the space. I want to start with why in terms of how to answer that question around how I got into it and what we do in it. Uh, I've always been passionate about helping marketers become better marketers. And um, at the individual and team level, <clears throat> most of my career has been on the client side and leading marketing teams from strategy down to execution. I've worked in financial services, not-for-profit and, and government services. So I've kind of seen everything from the executive to the front lines. And my background was originally in direct marketing, database marketing, CRM. Um, I got into digital very early and when it was still called e-marketing. And agility just was a natural path after spending enough time and seeing how marketing was expanding, it became a gravitational pull because it, it actually gave marketers the um, the way to walk the talk and drive those outcomes that we've always talked about, but been challenged to actually deliver. Um, and it's just to become even more so today in today's digital environment. So what do I do at my practice, Level C Digital? Um, I consult. I've, I've stuck with my knitting to digital marketing strategy and management and um, I, I train and I consult, and that's been going on for about uh, six years. Uh, I've been teaching for about 15 years, and agile marketing for me came into focus about four years ago. Um, as it became apparent, the skills and capabilities were just weren't there for modern marketing management. And I fell in love with agile because the mindset and the practices and, of course, the benefits and outcomes just seemed so natural. So I created the first course in Canada on it, and I've been teaching it ever since, both uh, in open enrollment as well as uh, training and coaching for private settings for clients. So that's kind of, I think, it ties back to the why and just the ability to bring this to marketers because it, it works and it works really well. Well, that, that's a great uh, introduction, uh, Michael. What about you, Tom? Yeah, for my part, whether it's in my marketing practice or my teaching, I, I've been dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and companies through agility uh, for as long as I can remember. I started off actually in technology and my early exposure to agility was in the 1990s as a project manager in uh, research and development, a large telecommunications multinational. So I, I saw, and I can admit that a lot of it was driven by waterfall models and, and I saw some of the challenges there. And it, it was interesting also to see how progressively those software departments were embracing agility. So I did experience the firsthand agile, early agile transformation in, in a multinational the stand-up meetings, you know, the war rooms for quick response. 
Uh, and then I was exposed to uh, lean environments because I worked in aerospace for about two years um, at Pratt & Whitney in the quality department and systems. And they're very advanced in Kaizen continuous improvement in fact, all of the aspects of lean manufacturing. So it was about 15 years ago that I decided to shift really from software and systems to pure marketing. But what I noticed is that the constant remains agile is applicable in both fields. Short, shortly uh, after, after switching, I was able to introduce and test agility for marketing in my team when I ran the Quebec performance marketing branch of the, the giant agency, Group M. Group M is a top five mega agency. They have a long list of Fortune 500 clients. So it's a great place to experiment with flexible planning and innovation. Uh, what probably changed um, for me in terms of agile marketing is was, uh, meeting Michael because I knew that he was giving the only course in Canada for uh, agile marketing at university. And it was that was a wonderful discovery. In the meantime, what I've been doing is uh, what I do now really is teach uh, marketing at uh, Concordia University in Montreal and in, in colleges around Montreal. And I also run my own agency where I consult on agile and digital marketing since 2016. As a result, I would say the, the extra bonus of being involved with uh, teaching as well as in practice is that you, you get to meet entrepreneurs and startups each year. So that's definitely uh, keeping me engaged and that also sustains my own personal continuous learning. So that's, that's a nice bonus. Well, that's excellent, uh, Tom. Good to hear the, uh, the background and your journey uh, with, with Agile over the years. But tell me um, about the business culture and structure of business in Canada and, and how that impacts how open marketers and businesses are to the Agile approach, Tom. Well, maybe it's good to put Canada in context. Um, Canada is somewhat unique in two ways. So there's a duality in our businesses, in our culture. So first, we're not a land of large businesses where we have 3,000 large companies, whereas USA would have 43,000. And uh, so Canada is really a country of small and medium-sized businesses. The, the SMBs actually represent 99.8% of the companies in Canada. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because there's a unique dynamic of startups and, and smaller businesses. So we see that duality of the large agility and, and the, uh, the nimble agility of uh, smaller businesses. Uh, and in terms of geography, what's interesting is that 58% of our businesses are in Ontario and Quebec, where Michael and I live. So that's about two out of five in, in Ontario and one out of five in Quebec. So there's, there's a dynamic that's occurring in business. And unfortunately in Canada, three, more than three out of five do not invest in, in research and development. So we're sort of you know, going along and our productivity is comparable to large nations, but uh, we could do more in terms of innovation. So that, that's one duality that, and a paradox that I'm observing. So for instance, in Montreal, we'll see heavy investment and overflowing uh, interest for artificial in intelligence. Uh, Montreal is an international, if not the world's hub for artificial intelligence research. But uh, on the other hand, you'll see a majority of businesses still struggling with innovation. So this is where it's, it's interesting to see uh, our, uh, the duality within, within, within our cultures. The good news is that this year the government is investing in innovation and, and research and development to drive digital adoption. So I can tell you that the last budget announced a hundred and help for 160,000 businesses to transform their operations. And that might be 13% of businesses, but it, it sort of paints a really 
positive picture of what this year and next year could look like as uh, Canadian businesses um, approach a, a new agile or potential agile way of operating? Sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, I was just going to comment that uh, the, the pandemic has accelerated everything and, and helped with Agile, but Michael, did you have something to add? No, I just, I think that, that was a great wrap up. And I think the reason why Tom and I collaborate so well together is because we kind of see things from, um, from different views from both sides of, you know, the, the diversity of, of Canada in terms of our official languages and, and the markets that we serve. Um, but I think generally, you know, from, from my view, because I spent a lot of time on the corporate you know, side as a on the client side in, in larger corporations, and I, I've kind of seen this in terms of Canada and and where we're at a little bit different maybe than than Tom has has cast, but 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 it aligns that we have a legacy of kind of being the sales arm of U.S. parents when it's a larger company and, um, you know, our population base can fit nicely into the corner of California. So um, culturally, I think we've been conservative as a business culture yet. Um, you know, Tom said, I, th I think I heard you say, Tom, maybe not as innovative, but I think we are. I think we punch above our weight class in that. If you look at the Blackberries of the world and the Shopify's, um, and we have a bit of a different business mentality here. It's more Japanese and sort of European, where it's based on relationship versus transactions. And I think that's a part of our, our culture as well. But marketing and creativity, I think overall, we've always been strong at as Canadians. And ultimately, I think this market and, and the market in Quebec um, and the market in the U.S. and as well, marketers are facing the same struggles. So, um, you know, to answer the question about how, open marketers and businesses are to approach and, and adopt agile i think it's um it's well understood but not like agile is known but not necessarily as well as understood as it could be and the great quote by william gibson he's a futurist and author um he, he said the future is here it's just not evenly distributed and i think that sentiment is kind of accurate up here so what's what's your assessment of the level of adoption of agile uh marketing in in that climate uh, by companies in canada I'll take this one off the top. It's it's growing. Uh, we're seeing it kind of in financial services a lot, uh, telecom, um, not-for-profit space, seeing like new sort of it popping up in healthcare services as well. So, you know, those are the types of companies that are adopting. And I know one of the case studies in terms of a specific company, uh, an insurance company up here in Canada that started off um, with it in creative services, they've now you know, gone sort of enterprise wide with with um, agile marketing at Sun Life. And so it's really been a success story. And I know it's one of those case stories that everyone sort of looks at. Um, so, you know, there's there's that kind of level of adoption. And then there's, you know, not I won't talk about the frameworks or the, or the ways that people are going about it. But I think that at least at this point, but I think that, you know, the adoption that we're seeing here because of our maybe more conservative business culture, it hasn't dripped down and it's a little bit, a little bit slower. But we're thinking about it and it, it is evolving quite rapidly. I think it's just a matter of spreading the word to more people and showing what it is as opposed to getting it out of the idea that agile is this buzzword that, that really doesn't have an impact on business. Do you have anything to add on that, Tom? Yeah, yeah, I, and I agree with Michael. From my part, you know, when it comes to, to Quebec, uh, looking into Canada, the rest of Canada, it's what I'm observing is what I call a lot of agile curiosity in Canada. So we see interest for not only agile marketing, but HR and accounting. There's there's a few departments that are exploring the, the alternatives of becoming agile. 
And the companies I know in financial services, they're dedicated to build a solid foundation first. So working on the mindset and letting it slowly seep into all of the functions. So their focus is really business agility. When it comes to agile marketing, we'll often see people from IT or software development already exposed to agility. And some are making a move into marketing. So that's one of the recruiting uh, mechanisms that we're seeing in the spread of agile marketing. And these lateral changes are good because it fits with the current changes in marketing. It's becoming more and more technical. So of course it attracts internal candidates who already possess the Scrum, the Kanban and the agile skills. So that's what I'm seeing from my perspective. And can you tell me some more about some of the companies that have adopted agile marketing in Canada? Well, you know, instead of identifying the specific companies, I mean, there's, 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 you know, like I said, the, the industries, um, like financial services and telecom. Um, so you've got Bell Canada that's got pockets where it's popping up. Um, Rogers Communications, uh, a lot of the banks. Um, I know CIBC in Canada, as well as uh, Bank of Montreal, as well as Scotiabank. I mean, every bank has kind of put it in. I think the interesting thing about banks and adoption is um, a few years ago, they all had um, agility and, and, you know, the mindset kind of training. Uh, big consulting companies came in, talked to everybody, all the departments. Um, I think in that case, though, they, they left and then it was left to the individual divisions or departments to take uh, in the cable company term, the cable from the curb into the house. Um, so I think each of the departments for each of the areas were kind of left to decide, should we go about doing this? How do we go about doing this? And if it, you know, we had the core kind of idea or the notion of training of what agility is, but nobody actually came in and said, okay, now your group, this is how you do it. Um, so, and that, but we're starting to see more of that where the need for, um, training and education and, um, and coaching is within those pockets um, that are starting to emerge out of marketing and they're seeing sort of the light at the end of the tunnel um, and knowing that they just can't keep pace with what's going on today. So they know they need to change. Like change management for marketing is a known entity these days and growing. It's so interesting to hear about what you say, Michael, uh, regarding uh, financial companies and their adoption um, I think, you know, the 2008 crisis uh, sped up um, uh, banks and financial companies interested in different methodologies and, and digital transformation, which I think is a, a you know, it's a, it's a change agent for agile. So, and we've seen that across other uh, podcasts that I've done around the world. So it's, it's really interesting to, to hear about the, uh, the in-depth level on financial side. Yeah, they, they are making strides, but I think, you know, they're extremely large companies. I worked at a bank for well over 10 years um, and started digital marketing there and banks are, um, you know, historically siloed. And I think this is really one a fantastic way of sort of breaking down some of those barriers. The silos will always exist. Um, it's just how wide can we open those doors and, you know, get the cross functionality and get people sitting around the same table and doing what we really should do. Um, these are smart things. It's not like this is a, an equation, um, you know, a, a bitter pill to swallow. This is, this is the smart way to, you know, think and work and share. And uh, once people find it, it, it does have that that uh, like I call, I like to call it gravitational pull. Um, it just makes sense. And Tom, do you have any other examples of companies that have adopted agile marketing in Canada? Uh, yeah, uh, but coming back to what Michael was saying, I, I think the banking sec sector was a natural fit. So we see TD, we see uh, 
HSBC, we see CIBC for sure. And it, it makes a lot more sense for them because they've been implementing and assimilating agility through their development of systems and uh, enterprise resource uh, uh, planning uh, tools and so on. So that would seem like a natural fit for agility to then go into uh, marketing as well as sales. So we, we see those types of titles uh, come popping up uh, quite often. Uh, at the moment, we're, we're seeing larger uh, operations such as uh, retailers like Best Buy, uh, definitely. And I, I want to point them out because I really loved one way that they were advertising roles in uh, Vancouver at Best Buy. They were saying, uh, we're hoping that you understand that uh, agility is not a bumper sticker on a car. And I thought that was really very interesting that uh, you're seeing the focus of larger organizations really uh, get the mindset through, uh, integrated within their operations and uh, the, the correct definition is, is, is now coming up uh, to the surface. Uh, the other players are really telecom players like uh, Rogers Communications or uh, Sky Global that I've seen. Uh, and definitely insurance companies like Sun Life. That is an amusing example with Best Buy. I think uh, I, I think yeah, it, yeah. it just shows you that, that they've, they've really adopted the culture. Uh, that's kind of interesting. But uh, gentlemen, I think you've done such a great job of giving an overview of what's going on across uh, the industries there in Canada. But how are companies deploying Agile in Canada? You know, what, what are the different types of adoption have you seen? You know, is it Scrum, Kanban, Hybrid? What's, what's the situation that you're seeing? I have seen, um, you know, I think the, the work that Agile Sherpas is doing is great. Um, you know, the surveys that they're releasing, I think in this year's survey with Forrester, um, it's pretty much the same. I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, I think when you go into a company where they have already a predisposition or they've been um, working with with Scrum, let's say, because they've got their, you know, in their development organization, um, that tends to be where people use as a jump off point or a starting point. Um, so I see a little bit more of that. And I think maybe it's, it's some of the folks that I've been working with, but um, it's definitely in line more over it's a hybrid approach. Um, you know, taking elements of, of Kanban and elements of Scrum and and mixing them up and, you know, uh, something of note that I've seen, and I think Tom, you touched on it a few moments ago, what is, as you pay attention to the space, uh, and I see it in larger organizations, I was just speaking with someone last week who was in this mode, where they're bringing in scrum masters or people with PMP background into marketing without the marketing sort of domain knowledge, um, which I don't, I'd, I'd rather teach a marketer how to do this stuff than, than bring in, you know, there's a role for coaching. Um, and, and definitely monitoring and, and helping to consult in the process. But I think a marketer being trained in Agile is, is sometimes better than seeing a Scrum Master being brought into marketing just for the cohesion and the knowledge that is needed to set it up. Um, but, you know, there's always a trade-off. And that's just one of the things I've seen in the market actually a few more times more recently than, than not. And it tends to be in larger organizations. That, that's a yeah. point that always worries me, uh, Michael, which is that um, on that point about teaching um, uh, marketers uh, agile, uh, which is that uh, if we don't have that uh, marketer mindset, uh, it's, uh, it's difficult to make the case within the marketing community uh, just because um, methodology is something that's so new to, uh, uh, to, to marketers. So that's a, that's a really interesting point. Right. And, and just so much going on in our space, you know, at the end of the day, we're resourceful, we're resilient as marketers, we can make this work. Paying attention to the marketing space is something that I think is in the DNA of marketers. I'm not sure 
you know, you'd have all the testing and experimenting and, and kind of bright, shiny object, like, oh, let's test that out and see if that works and provides value in, in you know, in, in our communications, in our, our efforts in, you know, converting customers. Um, I think marketers know a little bit more of what they want to play with and experiment with. I've seen it work both ways, but it tends to work better, you know, when you have marketers driving the marketing bus. And what about you, Tom? What have you seen? What, what do you think uh, companies are actually deploying when they're uh, thinking about the methodology for Agile? When they're thinking about the methodology, I believe, and, and they really buy into it, I, I believe that they, uh, my, the feedback that I've been getting is that at, at, first, at first glance, it's very enticing, it's very tempting, but it seems like a very big uh, transformation. So uh, the executives that, that, that I speak with, they will tell me that they, they want to look at the bigger picture. They, they want to look at business agility and to determine how it can all work together because they don't only want the opportunities and the transformation, but they also want the economies of scale. So uh, coming back to the earlier point, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing, if it is technical marketing, we're seeing some technical people shifting into those functions. And, and it's also a reflection that over the last few years or maybe the last decade in digital marketing, it, it was an easy... Uh, position to access when, when you were dealing with uh, digital campaigns, for instance, and you didn't necessarily need to have a marketing person. But now we're also seeing the problem with the idea that we've, we've uh, ramped up our entire departments with people that are not marketers, but are uh, fluent in, let's say, uh, Facebook, or they're fluent in Google ads. Uh, so all of this to say that I believe that the organizations are really looking at uh, the mindset, the introduction, uh, an integrated uh, view of agility, and they're also trying to uh, uh, ramp up the areas where the technical aspects can, can help. Those people often are coming from uh, IT and technical uh, backgrounds, so therefore they have been exposed to aspects of agility. Uh, and. I am also in, a, in full agreement with, with Michael. I think it's a, it's a question now of stepping back and looking at who needs marketing knowledge and then uh, within the technical people who, uh, who can uh, cross-pollinate and, and help out their, their colleagues. So I, I think that mixture and that blend over, over the next few years is gonna be very interesting. I think that's one of the deployment, uh, maybe not by default or maybe just a, a hybrid version of it, but that's gonna occur. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and one last point is it's really cracking the code of the mindset and the values and the principles. I, I think what we also see is, you know, what everyone sees in the space where uh, we need a tool first and then we can go about doing it or, you know, it's not the right focus area. So it sort of starts a little bit backwards. So there's there's a little bit of course correction there as well. Once marketers kind of get the mindset and understand the shift that's needed, um, the tools don't tend to matter. It's figuring that piece out first. And then the tools will come. Yeah, no, it it is definitely the case that uh, you know you have to understand what the process is and be able to use it. Uh, the tool is secondary. So in in Canada, what organizations are supporting agile marketing? I mean, are you seeing any podcasts, organizations, blogs, etc.? I'm seeing it. Well, you know, the reason why I started the course at University of Toronto was because there was nothing at that time. And I know a bunch of courses and the certification has popped up um, during that over the past year or so. Uh, so, you know, Tom and I have collaborated on the most recent version, which was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, this is, it, it's done at university as well as uh, privately within organizations. Um, 
you know, information sessions that are out there, lunch and learns, uh, just trying to spread the word. But in terms of organizations themselves, um, I think it's more at the grassroots level in Canada. And, you know, there's an agile community at large in Toronto that uh, when I started showing up a few years ago, I was the only marketer. Nobody um, in those groups had thought of applying it to marketing. Uh, there's great grassroots groups like TechTO, which brings together the technology, data, marketing folks within, um, you know, the, on the event calendar, unfortunately, not physical uh, events more recently, but we're hoping to get back to those soon. And then I think outside Canada, it's really, it's people like yourself, John, in your writings. And um, I also want to call out the agile marketing community, uh, Rachel Chapman, Pam Ashby, uh, Nadine Rochester, um, just fantastic information that they keep putting out there. And also there's one, um, Michelle Lee Perez hosted, uh, hosts something called Agile Marketing Professionals, and she's had some great stuff. And there's there's the books that have come out um, over the past year, Andrea Fryer's book, as well as Jim Ewell's, and originally, I guess, Scott Brinker's book. So I kind of look backwards um, to some of the, the stuff that, uh, when I'm spreading the word, that, that stuff that I learned from. Um, uh, you know, but I'm constantly searching for new stuff. What about you, Tom? What are your thoughts on on that question about you? You know, the the growing burgeoning uh, resources for people in Canada to to look to. Yeah, I th I think uh, we are still in the early stages. So the that that community is is growing and enhancing as as we go along. Um, what we've relied on, uh, I won't speak uh, strictly for, for, for Michael, but, but what I've been exposed to and, and what Michael pointed out uh, many times is there's a lot of information out there. So uh, one of them, I, I just want to shout out to uh, the Business Agility Institute. The journal is a very, is a very good way to actually see what's going out, what's going on uh, internationally. Another way that I, I keep informed and we keep informed is that we actually reach out to agile marketing educators uh, uh, around the world. So we have contacts in Germany. Uh, one of them, you know them, uh, Kevin is, is, is one of them, in Italy, in Ireland. So there's dedicated professors and educators and we learn a lot through reading their research and discussing, you know, uh, whenever we can together. And one other aspect that that Michael and I got involved is we decided to actually engage in guest speaking at, at university and college and uh, produce lunch and learn sessions for corporations and other universities. So it helps to expose individuals to agile marketing and the agile mindset. So ultimately, the reason why we train and teach agile marketing is that we basically recognize that by spreading the word and knowledge, we, we help to grow and enhance the community, whether it's in Canada or internationally. So we touched a little bit about um, education. So what's the state of training or education for Agile Marketing Canada? I think that's a, a particularly germane uh, question for you, Michael, right? Um, yeah, listen, it's, it's growing. I think as, the, you know, there's um, through University of Toronto, um, that course, and I also offer it privately, it, it, it is picking up. The, there's not that much else out there right now Canadian specific that I've seen I think uh, University of British Columbia has something going on but I think that's within their data sciences division so I'm not sure how that works it's more data and analytics related um, um, Tom you know about other aside from you teaching it um, any other instances well I mean I, I want to point out that Michael is definitely the godfather of agile marketing education in Canada. So uh, it can easily be said that six months ago, there, there, was, uh, there was only one course and it was uh, Michael's course at the University of Toronto. And then I think it was late December or early January, the University of uh, British Columbia 
has has a specific course for data science and and now uh, we're pleased that this year we will have three universities in Canada that actually cover the topic of agile marketing so it is uh, gaining momentum but the other aspect uh, that probably um, Michael will agree to is uh, recently um, I'm not speaking for you Michael but uh, you were you were lecturing at the MBA program in Montreal so I think the invitations and in, in, uh, the word is spreading uh, professors uh, in marketing are very interested in what we're doing well you know that's interesting I'm just uh, reflecting that maybe Canada might be ahead of the United States in this because they haven't actually heard of too many universities that are that are teaching it it's been more on the private commercial side so uh, Right. Be, be be interesting to see if there are there are in the um, um, any others uh, in uh, other parts of the world that that, that are teaching. So uh, good to get that uh, uh, insight, and perhaps we can everybody else in the rest of the community can learn from you as you as you grow your courses. We're learning for the rest of the community and all the stuff that's out there through Jim and Andrea and Daisy Ackerman and, and Scott Brinker. You know, we we absorb all of it, and and our goal is to you know create the best course we can and uh although was a lot of labor involved in the last iteration i think um you know we're continually learning through this as well so we're kind of practicing agile with our materials on agile as we go forward with it so how are c-suite leaders reacting to the adoption of agile marketing in canada is there more transparency in communication between the marketing department and c-suite leaders uh, as you're talking with professionals and colleagues in the industry what are they, what are they saying what what is the um, the agile mindset doing for that, uh, that thinking for C-suite uh, leaders? You know, it is still a buzzword, like I said earlier, at the executive level in certain pockets. So um, it just needs to be demystified. And once people start to get it, they kind of get it. So there's pockets of understanding, but it's really, I guess, the proper context that's still needed. Um, it, it, it gets easier as there are examples out there to use, such as, you know, we, we mentioned earlier in some of the companies that are using it or industries. Like I said earlier as well, awareness that change marketing or change management is needed in marketing is there, but there's uncertainty in how to go about it. So once we show the path ahead, it becomes a bit clearer. You know, I mentioned earlier that a lot of organizations through whatever strategy or HR, um, you know, imperative there was a few years ago to sort of get, you know, everybody understanding what business agility is. Um, I think that left left some gaps, right, as, as the cable to the curb example I gave. So um, there's an awareness. I think, you know, what happens is there tends to be more advocacy with, um, you know, people learning and internal education. And um, what I do know is that there is this wider sort of view happening with business agility in, in terms of the air cover that's needed for everything. And, um, you know, once you start to point out the ways that it improves collaboration, communication, cross-functional work, and the value that we deliver, uh, you know, it's hard to say no to, and people then get interested in, well, how do I make that work? And, um, and that's where the, you know, you start to see eyes widening and, um, you know, more serious uh, attention to the actual elements that make it work versus just trying to talk about it at a buzzword level. And Tom, what about you? What have you seen from C-suite leaders reacting to the adoption of agile marketing? So the executives I speak with are always looking at the bigger picture, as I mentioned before, and their focus is, is really business agility. So uh, marketing is is a is a subset of that, but an important subset because there are large investments in marketing, uh, and there is evidence that some executives are really going beyond the agile curiosity phase. They're taking steps 
forward with agility. And naturally, much of the current efforts are around deploying the right mindset in all the roles. I think that that's a big concern. So perhaps it explains the uptake on the on the tools that are being introduced. In terms of the actual communication, what we do observe, and I've been told this firsthand, is, is that marketing departments gain better attention levels from the C-suite if they take the lead in agility and properly address the business interdependencies. And that's because then they're not just talking about marketing opportunities, but the actual economies of scale that the entire company can achieve. So that's what I'm seeing. So digital transformation, you know, many companies are focused on this sort of project and, and Agile is part of getting there, I think. You know, can marketers use wider digital transformation as part of the process of adoption? And, and, and what have you seen in, uh, in Canada? I'll jump in because, uh, you know, in a couple of past roles as well as client work, I've worked on almost pure and applied digital transformation, um, not just from the marketing side, but from, you know, the overall business sort of scope. Here's my view of marketing. I think we missed the mark in digital, or sorry, missed the mark in marketing. We got caught up with too many of the, you know, the bright, shiny object, the, the technical bells and whistles. And I think we didn't connect that you know, talk about vanity metrics and, you know, a lot of work, but not really understanding what the outcomes of that work would be. So I think, you know, if, to Tom's point earlier, if we were able to um, connect digital transformation, have marketing kind of lead it at that larger, um, uh, you know, larger business level, um, showing how it's done and being able to, you know, marketing is that natural sort of uh, collection point in the company where most departments, most areas will stop and say, we need something. If we were able to demonstrate a little bit more of the value that we could provide and pull it together versus, you know, telling folks that, oh, we got a hundred likes on Facebook this week for your, your post. Um, I think we would have had a little bit more leadership and been able to sit at, you know, the big table and talk digital transformation um, across the company and what the needs are and how we can approach it versus just from the marketing perspective. So I think we got a little lost along the way. And I think actually one of the things that agile marketing does is it helps us put us back there and speak the language that leaders want to hear. So I think in digital transformation, it's, it's never over. Um, you know, just like uh, your product is never is never finished. Um, I think we still need to get at it and get more to the point of where marketing connects with the business versus what we know marketers kind of can gravitate to do, which is talk a lot about the marketing stuff that doesn't really result in anything anyone else cares about other than marketers. Yeah, I, I, I love that point from, uh, from Michael, and he's one of the first who made me observe that the marketing could have led the digital transformation but in many cases it didn't. And it's recently that I've found a very interesting survey, uh, an example of how agility is being introduced or impacting uh, marketing uh, through accounting and financial decisions. Uh, you may have seen this article on, uh, on uh, LinkedIn. It's from Allocadia. It's based in British Columbia, Canada. And they released a recent uh, be benchmark survey regarding priorities, budgeting, and planning in marketing. And their survey and data demonstrates that many marketing teams may consider themselves best in class, but they're actually not best in class. The truth is that the number of companies budgeting and planning in an agile fashion is, is low. So clearly there's evidence that marketing is not yet fully applying value number six of the Agile Marketing Manifesto, which is responding to change over following a plan. And Alocadia shows that because it suggests that 20% of marketing plans are adjusted annually and 50% of plans are adjusted on a quarterly basis. So how can marketing state that they have 
flexible planning or that they are using adaptive and iterative campaigns. My thoughts on this is that the transformation really is, um, is not just a question of the digital adoption, but it's in combination with a business agility integration, such as marketing, accounting, finance, IT, and HR working closer together. So I think that's by carefully applying that combination, that's how we drive marketing agility adoption and probably sustain it better. You know, you, you raised that point. These are good points. And you raised that point about, you know, how marketing may have lost uh, its way on digital transformation. I remember Brian Solis, who was an analyst, uh, actually communications or PR, but uh, has also become a strategist and analyst in the community talking five, six years ago about how CMOs should be the leader on digital transformation. And he was actually doing surveys about that. But then um, over the years, it transformed more to uh, CIOs. You know, I, I wondered if it was something similar to what happened with social media, where PR came out with social media, but then marketers uh, sort of took it over. But I think we, we lost a little bit there. Um, I, I wonder in, in, in part as, uh, as digital transformation, you know, really takes hold of companies with AI and, and, uh, and automation, um, if the CMO will take a, uh, and the marketing department will take a, a bigger role, um, b- uh, because we're just getting back some, uh, you know, beyond some of those initial technology investments for digital transformation. I, I, you know, I look at it in this way, from a transformation standpoint, that all the big players out there identified, you know, whether it's culture or strategy um, or leadership, there was always a, a box of you know, capabilities. And I think that, you know, agility um, unlocks so many other capabilities. And there's no reason why marketing shouldn't have been there in establishing, a, you know, a bigger um, a bigger slice of the pie within transformation. But and that's what I mean by we got lost along the way. We, we got more interested in the platforms, I think, than the people and the processes behind them that make them work better. And that could show that we understood not just the the technology and how to reach our audience, but also a lot of the other underpinnings that could make it more of a conveyor belt of business, you know, activity that made sense versus just a lot of random stuff chaotically seemed to be going on in marketing and people shrugging their shoulders saying, we're not sure what it's actually delivering. Where's the ROI? So um, I, I think that's, that's, you know, we're evolving towards that and agility will take us there that much faster. And, and Tom, I was just thinking about that survey that you mentioned for British Columbia showing that the adoption levels weren't all that great. And it, it got me to think back to my previous question about C-suite leaders reacting to the adoption of agile marketing and the transparency and communication between them and the marketing department and uh, and the CMO. Do, do you think that yeah. that as C-suite leaders understand more the value of that transparency and understand more what marketing actually does, that we'll uh, we'll see greater transformation and, and greater adoption by marketers because um, part of it is not just them adopting it, but the rest of the company and the stakeholders that are important to them uh, enabling them to do so. Well, I, I think there's two parts. The, the the first part has to do with any responsible executive, of course, is looking at agility with some level of curiosity and and even maybe maybe some excitement. And the reason why I mentioned that marketing people must present agility 
as a business inter interdependencies and methods to seek out opportunities as well as producing economies of scale, because this way they are actually speaking the language of, of business, the language of C-suite. So that's that's one aspect. And I think as, as CMOs, uh, they're usually well-versed in this, of course, but as, as more people, director level, for instance, mid-management, as they start to formulate business value and also benefits for uh, customers that translate into business financial value, then of course, all of that attention is going to bubble up. But the other aspect is, is I think we have to be mindful of how uh, COVID is, is, uh, has changed the last year. So we, we can't really be surprised. There, there have been some hesitations because of the circumstances. And a good way to, sh to demonstrate that is just to follow the money to understand the process of adoption. And when I say follow the money, it's to, it's to determine how the money is being used in the companies at the moment. So because of COVID, it's not surprising that we are in a capital expenditure moment instead of operational expenditures. So the way that we can tell that this is occurring is that we do observe more investments in equipment and tools to drive digital transformation, for instance. Uh, but that's also why I expect that it will translate next year into people and training investments, going back to the OPEX uh, investments, and that will include agility and agile marketing. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, you, you might build the infrastructure and, and especially over the last year, I think we've seen such an acceleration and, and a greater understanding of why you need it um, if you're going to be able to survive in, the, in this uh, situation. Just because you've built the infrastructure doesn't mean that your people know what to do with it. So uh, uh, I think uh, I think that's a good prediction for the future. So on that topic, what do you think is the future for agile marketing in Canada? I would say it's extremely bright. It's it's growing every day. I come across something new, someone else who's talking about it. Um, I, I would cast it this way: uh, that uh, their general Eric Shinseki of, in the U.S. Army said. Um, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. And I think that's, uh, that's, you know, the sort of operating mode that we know change is needed and more people are waking up and seeing that it can actually be achieved and there's a path forward and it's called agility. It's called uh, business agility, agile marketing. And, you know, they're getting more curious to figure out what it actually is and how they can use it. And that's just an amazing you know, thing that's happened during the pandemic, it seems to have picked up that pace over the past year, it could be um, coinciding with, you know, more information coming out from the sources that we spoke of earlier, um, and just having that much more maturity. But I think it's super right. What about you, Tom? What do you think is the future for agile marketing in Canada? Well, I think it, it, it Michael is exactly right. And, and I believe it's the environment and the circumstances that really slowed down, let's say what we were supposed to see in 2021 was supposed to occur in 2020. And the reason why I state that with such conviction is that I, I, I've been tracking a little bit some of the, the employment data for uh, agility, uh, both in the technical sector and the marketing sector. I don't have any hard data to go, uh, to go on, but what I do see is the intention for ramping up resources uh, in agile marketing in the last quarter of 2021. So it, it sort of fits with the hypothesis that, that I'm building that perhaps it is the investment in the infra infrastructure that uh, needed to precede that, 
perhaps it's also a better understanding at a time for executives to digest, understand, and, and decide. But that points to a very bright future, as uh, Michael uh, indicated. Yeah, well, just one other thing I think that's super important, and it just skipped my mind, but I was talking with it about it with someone the other day, is we're starting to see that demographic shift happen, the boomers kind of finally stepping down, um, and new, new folks getting into, you know, positions of uh, leadership. And through that, there are, you know, new ways that folks are looking at things, new angles they want to approach it with. And it's not about the status quo, traditional way of doing things that, you know, were going on with predecessors for, for many years. So I think that is also, you are know, starting to see a little bit more of a demographic shift happening um, and very hopeful that, you know, new, new blood and new thinking will, will drive, um, you know, a really sort of a fever pitch for this stuff in the near future. Well, Michael, Tom, thank you so much for joining us on the, the Agile Marketing Podcast. We really uh, appreciate it in the, on the state of Agile Marketing in Canada. Wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, John. Much appreciated. Thanks for joining us on the deep dive into Agile Marketing and the state of Agile Marketing in Canada with John Cass. My thanks to Michael and Tom, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to our show and leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more, visit www.businessagility.institute.